Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast. Today we are talking, well we're continuing this week's discussion around uh, training splits and specificity for your skills masterclasses to ensure that you build a full weekly training split for balanced results. And today it is all about adding in the handstand. What's up tribe? Uh, my name is Yanni Gormeister. Across the table we got Rad and behind the mixer we got Richie. We're Unity Gym and the Unify Movement System. Now, guys, remember, before we get started, this series is brought to you by our epic 12 Days of Christmas sale. Uh, until the 24th of December, you can join our UMS online coaching and get a free 14-day trial. Plus, if you stay on, you get every masterclass included in the regular monthly subscription. Uh, that's an additional 1,200 USD of UMS masterclass epicness. Uh, and guys, at any time throughout this series, if you have a different skill that we haven't covered or we're not covering that you would like us to talk about or how to fit best into a training split, jump onto the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group and ask the question. Uh, it, we, we stream these podcast recordings live to the group. Big shout out to anyone listening uh, on YouTube as well. Hit that like button and support the channel. How are we guys? Yeah, really good. Really, really good. How are um, you, Richard? Get one word in before uh, before we start. Very good, Yanni. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> me. Uh, good discussion today. Good discussion today. The yeah, handstand. The handstand. The introduction of uh, inversion into your training is one of the most frustrating things because just as you start to feel like you're getting better, you start to feel the pain of the body's adaptation to being upside down. It's not something that we're designed to do by nature. And so we start to really test areas of the body that just aren't conditioned for it, like the wrists, the hands, the shoulders, and the neck are usually the problem areas. If you don't hurt something in your hands, then you usually start to get pain in your neck from your traps just flaring up and spasming from it. Yeah, I've found, I mean, it, it, it's important for people to understand that ha like a lot of, uh, well, at least the gymnastics coaches that I've learned from, they talk about the handstand as being the entry level calisthenics movement. And there's a reason why, it, in all honesty, you might not feel this, but it is actually probably the easiest calisthenics movement to learn. Um, it requires the least amount of strength to be able to achieve. It, it is a skill movement, but it does require a lot of conditioning in the body. And that conditioning that, that occurs in the wrists, elbows and shoulders especially, and also postural awareness, that carries over to all calisthenics. And that's why people consider it the entry level um, to calisthenics. Yep. That said, it is unbelievable how much harder it is to get a good handstand without injuring yourself when you start this journey as an adult. Yeah. As a child, our bodies are just like, even, you know, even up until your, your late teens, um, maybe, in, maybe in the early 20s, mid 20s is when it really starts to taper off. So even through your teenage years, we're just completely geared to adapt to whatever stimulus comes at us. We don't have any degeneration in our joints yet. Our, our bodies are really, really good at healing and at adapting to whatever we give it. And you can train so differently under those circumstances. You can basically just throw yourself into things and um, with, with, a, with a little bit of guidance and a little bit of direction and you'll get a handstand, you know? And, and a lot of people can remember that. A lot of people can remember playing around with handstands as a kid, no problems. 
Uh, maybe they didn't do a very good handstand. I know I didn't, but you could do it. You didn't hurt yourself. Certainly wasn't a straight line handstand. No, <laughs> no. But, you know, when you when you take the journey on as an adult, you know, when you're in your 30s, 40s, uh, 50s, whatever it is, and you you go, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start, you know, learning this handstand that I've never um, worked on before. Wow, do you get a surprise as to, you know, how much conditioning is required. It's a humbling experience, yeah. Especially when, because the, 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 the nature and handstands is one of those, like, skills that has to be done very, very regularly to actually get good at it. Uh, a lot of coaches will say you have to handstand every day. And uh, unfortunately, that level of volume the body just gets exposed you like the, the it re and, and it happened to all of us I, i'm quite sure it happened to all of us uh once we started doing handstands a lot um and and it's funny even the best some of the best handstand like in uh, um uh, hand balances in the world who have come and taught us here at unity gym uh, seem to all carry injuries as well you know in the shoulders and things like that because they just like uh, everyone else, rush into it without um, really properly understanding the you know the the basics of strength and conditioning and how to set that foundation and how long it takes and that sort of thing. You know, so we sort of created a uh, uh, a masterclass on this to prevent that from happening. You know, like anyone can jump up on their hands against a wall and anyone can try and kick up into a handstand and and if you do that. A, a few thousand times you're going to get somewhat better at it uh it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to clean up your line and make you look nice and straight and i'll i'll dare say that almost anyone can probably teach themselves by themselves to get to like a five second handstand because you can hold yourself up for five or ten seconds through brute strength mm. uh, but the the handstand to to you know to be able to do it for 60 seconds and, and up is a is not a strength movement and that's where you need the straight line you need to be able to stack your joints in a really efficient way so that it's not actually muscle fatigue that drops you down you know mm. and um and to take it beyond that sort of five second mark that i think most people can probably achieve on their own uh y yeah you really do need to do it properly you know and 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 the 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 master class that we put together for hand balancing covers a lot of core conditioning, wrist conditioning, shoulder conditioning. It, it sort of nice and progressively takes you up into an inverted position and uh, and it does it the right way. I, I'm very confident in saying that it, it, it is learning to do the handstand the right way. And it, yep. it came together from learning from three different professional hand balances and taking the best parts of their coaching and systems and cues and then put it, and then combining that with proper modern day strength and conditioning, all of the scientific principles of super super accumulation, super compensation, yeah. and progressive overload. Whenever I've learned, whenever we've learned hand balancing from a, a professional hand balancing coach, they give you a bunch of different things to do. But I've never had anybody give it to me in a in a in a periodized um, program using progressive overload like what our handstand masterclass is. Um, and we had to really delve deep and, and ask why do you do this before this and, and what's the reason and maybe maybe it wasn't even so much that I think it's more just that we understand uh, progressive overload and periodization because we're strength and conditioning coaches and we've been writing programs for almost 20 years now that we were able to go okay well this is how this should be written into a program because whenever we've worked with I mean Cirque du Soleil level hand balances you just get a whole bunch of information mm. but there's no 
path of how to go, well, at least in, in our experience. And we've now worked with several of them. Um, and it's the same the same thing over and over again. So, you know, if we go into, if we discuss just, just briefly our experience with load management and injury risks, this is my experience with hand balancing. Uh, I was 35 or 36, so it was about six years, uh, 36 or 37 maybe, about six years ago, when I said, no, it would have been five years ago. I said, all right, I'm gonna learn how to do handstands, let's do it. And so we went along, we did a couple of workshops with some people, we learned all this stuff, and then I came in and started practicing it, just like they said, doing it, do it five days a week, do this. And within the first few months, I developed such bad pain in my wrist that I couldn't put any weight on my wrist. And it took about six months of physio to get past that. Then that was when we created the handstand masterclass or shortly after that, I think, and we created this progressive approach to it. And, and that was when I was able to go from there to being able to do a decent handstand and then onto a press to handstand. So it's a, you, you've got to think if somebody, my strength and my capability can throw themselves into something like that and. Well, the a, a, I, I, the ex, it, during exactly the same period, because we all trained at the same time and the same pace, I hurt my shoulder. Yeah. And I ended up having to go and see uh, a good friend of ours who's one of the best physios. And, and uh, you know, I had this, this um, horrible shoulder dysfunction going on and it was affecting everything I was doing. And he sort of said, what are you doing different? Yep. What, what are you doing? Uh, um, you know, you've got really strong shoulders. Why are you? Like, and I said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm learning to do a handstand. And he said, well, that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's you, it. you're not designed to stand. How, how, how regularly are you doing that every day? Of course, you, you know, yeah. it exposes your, your issues. Mm. And it was an old injury that I'd had a labrum tear that, re, that hadn't um, been a problem for over a decade, yeah. you know, that just got exposed and came out and my shoulder just like screamed at me you yep. know and uh and i was like dang you know like and that's the, and it was a I, I can't remember if anything happened to richie as well uh did you have any injuries when you were starting to go upside down yeah my my forearms yeah my yeah tendinopathy I'm yeah. that's right yeah I, i'm pretty sure all three yeah. of us experienced something different yeah. and that's and what, we're strong capable yeah. dudes that's right you know, we've you had know. a lot of training before and a lot of conditioning yeah yeah um, and look, it, it, this good morning, is, Randall. By yeah, the way, good morning, Randall. Um, this is a really good opportunity, uh, of course, to discuss optimal training dosage, frequency, and intensity. And in the handstand masterclass, we start people in phase one with four days a week, and we move to five days and eventually six days. Six days is the best dosage to do handstands because it's a skill. But this is what you really need to understand. The reason why we start with four and then go to six is because we want to see how people go. And what you need to understand is you don't work with pain. And we didn't understand this when we first started hand balancing. We didn't understand this concept. So you're hearing it from us, learn from our mistakes. Don't work with pain. You don't, you shouldn't be doing your hand balance training, your handstand training and experiencing pain whilst you do it. And if you are, you need to reduce the intensity and reduce the volume. And what it means for some people is, like, you know, we, our, our handstand masterclass is a really good blueprint to be able to get to the handstand, but it, it, it is likely going to need to be tweaked and modified for you as the individual. And 
y- you really need to understand this because if you just hammer yourself and do what we did, because I remember experiencing the pain in my hand and, and thinking in my mind, I've got to push through it. Yeah. I've just got, I'm, I can't be weak. I've got to push through yeah. it. And if I had have known what I did, what I know now, I would have deloaded the intensity. I would have gone to an easier, uh, to a regression of a vertical handstand and I would have gone to a feet assisted 45 degree or 60 degree handstand so that there's less, pre- less pressure on my wrists yeah. for many reasons, less weight. There's some weight in your feet, but also it doesn't put the wrist into full 90 degree flexion. Uh, um, yeah, flexion, no extension. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's really important that you understand that, that you understand you know the optimal training dosage, frequency, and intensity. And this is this is something that we really try and work with people in the handstand masterclass. And then if you want to go on to the next point, which is the you know emphasizing the need for supercompensation and progressive overload. If you haven't done a foundational strength and flexibility program before this, that's going to be a problem for you as well. If you just go straight into doing a handstand masterclass and you're not looking at how this fits into what what adaptation needs to occur within your body before you unlock the handstand and what kinds of things you need to be doing, um, and that's why we recommend that this is a bolt-on to our UMS. After the foundations and the general progression phase. And it's really interesting. Um, Randall, uh, Randall's, uh, it's, great, it's great that we've got someone on the live stream in the UMS Movement Mastermind group who is working on this program right now. Yep. And he's shared his experiences, which is fantastic. But before I read that out, I want to uh, just highlight a, a little discussion that's going on in the Mastermind in regards to... Um, uh, cardiovascular exercise being added to the foundations program and, and uh, one of our friends Tim has said you know um, I've been holding off on starting foundations because it lacks the cardio that the at-home workouts that we've created have which he loves and then he's gone on to say but I um, uh, and, and he's very excited about the concept of us tacking on uh, d- essentially repeating exactly what we do in Unity Gym here with our progressions program. Um, but he said here, you know, I've recently started hurting my shoulder during the P1 at home workouts. And so we'll switch to foundations after Christmas to see if I can get balance right in my shoulder. And this is, you know, the most important thing that people need to understand about a general preparations phase. And what how I answered Tim's comment there is, the general preparations phase, which we call the foundations program, any strength coach will generally do a general preparations phase. It's training to tr- to be able to train at a high intensity. It's preparing your body to be able to withstand harder training. Uh, it is so important that you understand that that is the goal. That is the goal. It's yeah. not about weight loss. It's not about improving cardiovascular fitness. It's about conditioning and preparing your body for harder training down the track. Will it carry over to being able to do better, more cardio? Absolutely. You'll be able to run better with better structures and, and balance in your body, m- better flexibility, better anatomical symmetry, better joint stability, you know. Um, but it's not, you, you can't fit cardio into it because there's so much to do and the focus and the emphasis and the priority is about anatomical structural balance you yeah. know uh, it's not about trying to get everything done there and and it, it is not about 
fitting handstands in and it's not about fitting skills it's just, you just do that foundation yep. build your foundation balance your body you're never going to be perfect but it's going to bring you much closer to what we what we need and it's going to prepare you for harder training and then you move into thinking about these master classes and things like that now um, I really just wanted to highlight that because... Well, I think this is what you've just said is one of the biggest mistakes that people make. And I say that because it's a mistake that I made. I made the mistake of trying to do everything at once. Like when I started going down this movement path, you know, moving away from... For me, the journey was to, to move away from being a martial artist and started practicing calisthenics, then learning, being exposed to the world of movement, which was the concept which is what we do, which was the generalist concept now. Before this, you know, five, six years ago, we'd, we'd never been exposed to that. We were either a weight, like you were a weightlifter and Richard was a, a weightlifter, you know, and I was a martial artist and then I became a calisthenics person. And, you know, this idea of being a generalist mover where you can, you, you know, incorporate whatever works for you that's going to get you to where you want. You don't have to be, you know, stuck into one dogma. But the problem that we faced and that so many people face is that they try to do everything at once and they think that that's what it means to be a mover and it's not. The way that you should approach your body really is is in um, mini projects and a mini project in my opinion it should be looked at in a six month time frame. People might think oh, six months really are you, are, you, are you that serious? Well I, I always say this life goes by and there's nothing you can do about it like time is ticking away. Tick. Yeah, There's nothing you can do with it. It is, it is a constant change that is, that is rolling out. And you, what you do with your time is going to turn you into either the person that you want to be or the person you don't want to be. Now, when you think about that and then you reflect back on the last 10 years, how quickly did the last 10 years go by? Like, I can't believe that I'm 42. I, I have memories of being 32 that are so fresh. It seems like it was just around the corner. But I can say this last decade, I'm more proud of this last decade than any other decade in my life. I've, I've achieved more because I applied myself in the areas that I wanted to. And when you think about that, six months goes by so quickly in that, in that respect. But if you spend the next six months just trying to do everything and chopping and changing without a very clear understanding of what it is that you want to have achieved at the end of that six months, you'll get to the end of the next six months and you'll have achieved a hell of a lot of nothing. Yeah. Again, the same thing will happen. You'll, you'll just have a lot of nothing to show for it. But if you decide, okay, I want to do a handstand, I want to do a muscle up, I want to do whatever it is, whatever your goals are, but you say to get to any of those things, what I need to do is what Yanni just said, and you do that, you're going to set yourself up for anything. Yeah. And yeah. it's so it's so important that people get their head around this. So, yeah. So if, if you if you if you've just purchased the handstand masterclass or any of our masterclass programs, uh, you're probably feeling like, oh, well, that, you're just telling me to do something totally different. Now, all of these programs include a little bit of general prep. Like we don't do a program where it's not, but it's nothing in comparison. It pales in existence to the full UMS Foundations program because the full UMS Foundations program covers you from head to toe. Yeah. It is every single joint in the body yeah. getting a workout in yeah. the week. You know, you, you can it's get a designed to do your entire body and balance your entire body. It's a full program split. Now, how you fit the handstand masterclass into a program split is a little different to a muscle up where we just do it two days a week or this or that. But it's absolutely critical that you have a decent like starting point. And remember, the handstand is all upper body. There is no lower body getting trained yeah. in a handstand masterclass. So in nature, it is a incomplete 
program. Mm. It's an incomplete workout, yep. you know? And so you need to be thinking about, okay, well, how am I gonna stimulate the biggest muscles in my body, the, the legs? How am I going to make, because that's where you get all your power from, you know? Yep. That's where you generate all your force. That's where you generate all your stability. That's where you prevent yourself from falling over it at an old age and hurting yourself and, and, and really stuffing with your health, you know? Uh, it's, it's really, really important that you understand that it, it's, uh, it's an, it, you know, it's important to have a complete program, a Look, complete I'd, training I'd, system. I'd, now, go on. I'd like to just um, give my two cents on what you just said there. We never created the handstand masterclass to be some, or any of our masterclasses to be something that people only do on their own. We always created it to be a bolt on to the UMS. But that said, we recognize that some people aren't ready to commit to something like the UMS. So when we created them, we said, how can we make this program as complete as possible so that if somebody only gets this program, they're getting the best that we can give them for what they need. Yep. So if you've only got one of these masterclasses and that's all you, you have of our programming, by all means, go for it and do the best you can do and you will get a great result. But just understand that when you're ready to really go to the next level, this this is something that fits in to the bigger picture, yeah. which is the UMS. And you know, are we do, do we want to talk about that? How we fit it into the UMS? Yeah, hundred percent. First, first and foremost, I just want to talk about why this is the uh, the better way to learn handstands. And I'm going to highlight what Randall said here. I can speak to all that you have said so far. Fifty three years old. Yeah, and I am currently extend, extending the third phase of the masterclass to keep building up to longer wall holds. It's a, part, it's a progression in the program. Uh, I have had no injuries and only experienced a bit of soreness in the traps, uh, which is the, you know, a, you're, you're pushing the floor away when you're in, inverted, and that's really heavily activating the trapezius muscles in the neck and the, um, and the shoulders. If I had tried using any other program, I can guarantee I would have hurt myself, either through wrist injury or a bad fall. One of the things that we do teach in the very beginning of the handstand masterclass is how to bail out, which is very important. You know, if you're going to go inverted, uh, you need to know how to fall. And, um, and so it, this is one of the many reasons why I believe it's the better way to learn handstands. It, it, we, we teach you how to fall. We teach you how to condition your body. It's, it's using not just like most hand balances that I've learned from, and I've learned from, you know, almost half a dozen, uh, probably four, uh, who are professional. They make their living off traveling the world, teaching people how to handstand. Neither of them were a sports exercise scientist, uh, exercise physiologist, personal trainer, or strength and conditioning coach. They were all taught by someone who was neither of those as well you yeah. know uh, so they don't understand these scientific principles of strength and conditioning how the body adapts they they know it through a series of chinese whispers and they get very good at handstands because they do it and only do it for 10 years you know yeah. uh, and that's not taking anything away they've achieved incredible incredible results but a lot of them when i even were working with them were were, were carrying quite severe injuries yeah you know mm -hmm. and and so you, like that is another reason why it's so important that you learn it the right way with proper strength and conditioning principles added to the glossy stuff of going yep. inverted and that sort of thing you know yep. uh, uh so let's go let's talk about how it fits in exactly well it's really look the the thing with skill training is you're, you 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 want to do your skill training before you do your strength training and there's a there's a very very good reason for that strength training fatigues the body especially the the nervous system the central nervous system and you need to be fresh to do a skill if your central nervous system is fatigued you can't 
um, because a skill is a skill. It, it requires a lot of coordination and, and thinking. Um, so basically, you do it at the, at the very start of your UMS workout. You do it uh, when you're fresh. You do your warm-up, and then you do your hand balancing training. Now, there's certain things that, that will double up on there, like the warm-up. You'll see a lot of the stuff in the warm-up or some of the, the, the conditioning exercises for the handstand masterclass are also in your UMS program. You don't need to do them again if that's the case. If you do something in your handstand workout, um, then you don't need to also do it in your regular UMS workout. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Just do it at the start of your workout. Don't do it at the end. Yep. You will be fried and you will not be able to do good handstands and you will most likely injure yourself. Yeah, you'll be very frustrated too because you just don't seem to ever make progress because yeah, your nervous right. system is so fried. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great, it's a really great journey to go on. It's a great skill to unlock. It's a great skill to unlock just in nature because of the adaptation that occurs in the body, you know. But what you're going to find is that you need insane shoulder and flexibility, um, insane shoulder strength and flexibility. Like you, the, the biggest limitation that I see people who try to come and learn handstands is their shoulder and thoracic spine mobility. If you cannot stack up and get your hands into really nice shoulders into really nice flexion above the head. Uh, without limitation, without restriction. And part of get, doing that is the thoracic spine moving a bit, opening yep. up, going into extension. Uh, if you're locked up through there and you've got like a desk worker sort of posture, it's gonna be basically impossible. And so you need a program that's not only gonna throw you up onto your hands, because that's just gonna expose you to major, major problems and injuries and eventually quite severe wear and tear in the shoulders. Uh, it's gonna make you work really hard because mm -hmm. you're gonna be using muscle strength to stack you up there, hold you up there, not just the bone structures in your body resting on one another. You know, the, the, to do a handstand, it's kind of a bit of a Zen moment. Once you nail it and you get used to it, you're working to keep your body in a straight line. You're not working to hold yourself upside down. And it's, a, it's quite a unique feeling, you know. I remember yeah. having that crossover point where all of a sudden I was able to stack. And when you hit the line, you go, oh, wow, this is actually really easy. Yeah, you know, there's hurt. no effort anymore. Yeah. All, my, all my concentration and effort is just not to buckle from that straight line, yeah. you know. Um, and then, of course, you need hand and elbow strength and core strength and, sp and, and spinal mobility. And if your program is not um, delivering on all of those three or four or actually, it's actually six things there, uh, you, you, you're, you're just going to struggle. You're going to have a lot, a, lot, a, a lot of frustration and probably some injury. So anyway, guys, um, that is the show today. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great journey. I, I really encourage you all to have some fun on this one. And, uh, and, and as Rad said, you, you, you're going to find that just there are going to be time. Just understand yeah. that it's going to take time, allow it to happen. And, and if you're listening to this and you haven't done so already, uh, jump onto the 12 days of Christmas deal and, and uh, join the UMS online coaching program. You get a two week free trial. And if you, so you can try it, if you don't like it, just cancel. Um, and if you continue on, you will have access to all our masterclasses. It's $1,200 of US, US dollars. Um, value added to it. It's a no-brainer. Uh, yep. Get on there and uh, and get ready for 2021. Hit the ground running in January with uh, with all that you need to get strong, flexible, and and learn some uh, amazing skills. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, have a great day. Tomorrow, See you soon. tomorrow we're talking about press to handstands. How to unleash your press to handstand. Oh, uh, it's going to be great. One. That's a fun one. All right, guys, take care health is about performance not just body image you better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there
We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that it's far. It's the consistency and frequency that's gonna get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.